Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the RR Show. As you know, the best show on the internet for now and forever. Today, we are jumping into r slash petty revenge. So grab your tea, grab your popcorn. This is episode 155. Let's go. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Our first story today is from Primary Valuable 5607. You're not going to exploit my knowledge. This was 16 years ago. I'm a hairdresser and love doing color. In the early years of my career, I went to a lot of additional color classes, so have an in-depth knowledge of color theory. I had been working in one particular salon for a few years and had brought or grew a damn good clientele when I got pregnant with my twins. I was in my 30s at the time and there was a lot of concerns about my physical well-being by my team of physicians. While pregnant, my employer found out she had cancer. I'm very loyal to people I consider friends. And when I tell you I went above and beyond even while experiencing a high-risk pregnancy, I'm not exaggerating. I was supposed to be cutting my hours, but instead, I would frequently open and close her salon a few times a week, picking up more hours, being as I was the only one of three people that had key and alarm code. I literally did everything I could to assist her during a very stressful and scary time in her life. She'd even go so far as to joke that I would drop my twins on the salon floor. I worked such long and hard hours. I also have to add that during this time, I caught my twin's father cheating on me. When I was six months pregnant, so I dumped him immediately. This is going to be important info later on. After three hospitalizations and three weeks out from my due date, after the last 24-hour hospitalization, I finally started my maternity leave. I was back to work, one day a week, three weeks after having a c-section so six weeks total maternity leave and two weeks after that i was back to my regular work schedule with newborn twins i'll also add that my twins father was being an asshole not showing up for scheduled weekend visits jamming me up on childcare, and overall just wreaking havoc in my life while all of this was going on one of my clients informed me that they're being encouraged to schedule with another stylist, since my employer didn't believe I was going to stay because of my new babies. Of course, I was staying, 
I was a single mum. I needed my income. And every time you switch a salon, you're projected to lose 10% of your clientele, at least. There had also been a few passive-aggressive comments by my employer. You know, the one I had gone above and beyond to be supportive of while she was going through it, about running late or needing to reschedule clients last minute because my ex was jamming me up. She also started complaining about me double booking, which I'd been doing for years, and is pretty standard in this line of work. Needless to say, I saw where this was going. So cue my petty revenge. I proceed to take all my client cards home that were mandated to keep at the front desk and change all my color formulations to their target colors only. My employer noticed my cards were missing and called me asking where they were. I gave her a bullshit story that info needed updating and would bring them back my next scheduled workday. The following week, with no notice, I was terminated. But my revenge was already in motion. I heard from another stylist a few weeks after that that my clients were getting pissed. These clients were being assured that the other stylists could provide the same service as they had the color formulations. And the caveat? They were giving discount prices to keep the clientele. So not only were they trying to undercut me financially, but trying to use my knowledge to do it. But these nimrods proceeded to mix exactly what I had put on the cards. When the cursory review of the client's hair and a basic knowledge of color theory would have indicated what was on the card was not the actual formulation, but the target color. Imagine orange hair instead of a deep red violet or extremely brassy in lieu of a beige blonde. That's right. People had to think for their money and not ride on my coattails. I might not have been able to keep all my clients, but no one else was going to make money off of investment I made in myself either. To this day, I absolutely refuse to leave my formulations accessible to anyone else and have never, ever trusted another employer to have my back. Sorry to all my old clients who may be reading this if you got jammed up in my petty revenge, but to know me, is to know that this is par with who I am. Our next story today is from Uwu What's This Daddy. Girl would steal my lunch in high school, so I messed with my food. This happened six years ago in high school. This girl, who was autistic, this is important to the story, would steal food out of my lunchbox and other students' lunchboxes as well. I would be left with nothing to eat around lunch. I complained to my teacher about it, and she didn't do anything. This girl's mum would come every day after school to have to report on her daughter, and I mentioned it to her mum. Her mum brushed it off saying, Oh, she doesn't know better, just pack more food. This pissed me off, and a few of my other classmates off that were in the classroom still. We all decided to fuck with our food to make her stop because clearly telling her to stop, telling her mum to fix it, and the teachers not doing anything about it didn't help. Also, the classroom we were in had lockers but no locks, so anyone could just grab shit from them. So me and a few of my other classmates put hot sauce, mayonnaise and other shit in our food. Since she also drank my drink out of my lunch, I decided I was going to put a crap ton of salt and a small bit of hot sauce in my Gatorade. Lunch came, and sure enough, she was crying to my teacher. 
She had drank my Gatorade on top of my sandwich and my friend's KFC biscuits. Her mum was called and I was accused of bullying. Mind you, I have told her nicely many times to stop eating my food. She had her own damn lunch. Her mum took her out of school and moved her to a different one. Also, I asked if I could put my lunch in the office. But since they lock the office up before lunch, I wouldn't be able to get it and I wouldn't be able to leave class early. So this wasn't like I did it right away. It's been happening for weeks and I was just fed up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This next story is from Careless Occasion. Estranged father called the police on us while grieving our mother's death. Fine, you can clean everything up. A short little bit of backstory. My mother, who I was very close with, passed away suddenly from COVID three days before Christmas last year, 2021. I live on the other side of the country and my brother lives on the other side of the state from where our mum lived. So we arrived the next day and stayed at her home, our former childhood home, to try and deal with everything surrounding a sudden death, as well as to take care of her cats. My father, we'll call him S, has been estranged since I was about 12 years old, and I've not spoken to him since then. He was not and is not a nice person, so I'm definitely not missing out on anything. My parents never bothered to divorce. Why? I have no idea. On to the petty revenge. A few days after my mum passed, I woke up around 11am due to being in a different time zone. My brother is still asleep as he works night shift. This is relevant, I promise. After my brief morning routine, I notice a police car in the driveway and head outside to find out what's going on. The officer asked if I lived there, so I explained the above story to him as to why I was there. At this point, I started crying, having to go through everything again. The officer then asked if I knew someone named S, which completely floored me. I told him yes, I did, he's my father who I've not spoken to in over 15 years. The officer then tells me that S called the police saying that someone was trespassing on his property and wanted them out. The someone being my brother and I. Apparently S came to my mum's house early that morning, and no one answered the door as we were both asleep. He assumed we were ignoring him, and called the police. My brother has his number blocked, but he called and left a voicemail saying he would be back with the police to bust the doors down, which we heard later that day. Since my parents never divorced, my mum's will was almost 30 years old at this point, that meant that the house was legally his now. After the officer explained to me the situation, I see S pull in the driveway. The officer tells me that I did not need to interact with him at all and said I could wait inside while he spoke with him. S ended up giving us until the end of the day to leave the premises. So my brother and I, along with a couple of family members that lived nearby, helped us collect some of our childhood possessions and photo albums and we left. I flew home the next day. 
What S arrived to the next day, we know he was there because he texted asking where mum kept her cash, was a disaster. My mum had two elderly cats that had issues with finding the litter box at times, so there was cat pee and cat poo scattered throughout the house and we didn't bother to clean it up. There was decomposing food in the kitchen. A couch was overturned in the living room, we had to flip it to catch one of the cats. The trash had not been taken out, there were dirty dishes in the sink, and on top of that, he had now a house with over 30 years of accumulated belongings that he now had to clean and empty by himself. My brother and I planned on cleaning as well as we could, as well as start the process of preparing the house to sell. But thanks to S calling the police on us, that was now all his problem. He ended up sending my brother a letter through a family member complaining about how messy we left the house and how much money he had to spend to empty the property. It's shocking how actions have consequences. Every now and again, I get a tape that has a title that causes my imagination to run wild. This is one of those. It's from Cozy Night. I muted a bar customer. When I used to bartend, I tried to have tolerance of people and their situations. Sometimes people would come in and have the worst attitudes. Usually by the time their night was over, there'd be some type of calm, apologetic tone when they closed their tabs. Then there was this one girl. She was in her early 20s and was with a guy friend sitting at the bar. I carded them and she immediately gave me attitude about it. Then, after reading the martini menu, I worked at a bar that specialized in martinis, she made a few comments about how the martinis better be worth it. She ordered her first martini, a Fin Mint. Her friend ordered a Dirty. I made both at the same time and put the classes in front of them and walked to other customers. I went to check on them 10 minutes later and she berated me for the shitty martinis I made and the thin mint tastes like ass, even though she managed to drink almost all of it. Her friend liked his martini and ordered another and apparently tried to calm her down. I gave her the benefit of the doubt, took the martini away and asked what she'd like instead of that one and also free of charge. She asked for a fruity martini with the same attitude. I made both martinis, set them down in front of them, and walked away. More people come in and it gets decently busy. The other bartender comes up to me and says that she wants to talk to me. I walk up to her and again, the martini, almost almost finished, was the worst thing and this is the worst establishment she'd ever been to and won't ever come again. I give them the tab to get them to leave. 15 minutes later, she's now yelling about the awful service and telling other customers that they shouldn't stay in the bar with shitty drinks and how she could make better martinis. She was awful, and after her friend paid the tab, no tip, I told her in no uncertain terms that she is never allowed back into the bar. She asked to speak to the manager, and I said I was the manager. Here's the petty. Two weeks later, her friend, B is having a birthday party at the bar. B's friends are all showing up to celebrate with her. In walks the girl who berated me, the bar, and the other customers. I looked at her, 
and told her that she was not allowed in the bar and needed to leave. That I was not up to dealing with anything out of her mouth nor her attitude. She pleads with me to please let her stay, it's her best friend's birthday, blah blah blah. B asks if there's anything she could do to stay. So, I tell them she can stay, but she cannot say one word or sound the entire time she's there. If I or anyone else in the bar hears anything, she needs to leave. The entire night she had to use a pen and paper or her phone to communicate. It was also even more embarrassing for her because a few of the regulars that saw her the first time let it be known to the entire bar why she was muted. It became a game with them to try and get her to make a sound. So remember when I said the title made my imagination run wild? I'm going to come clean with what popped into my head. For some reason I had the scene in my head where the bartender was there and someone came in that used like some sort of electronic speech assistant, you know, someone that maybe has voice issues, and they were a dickhead, and so the barman unplugged them. Yes, I am aware I am going directly to hell, to the deepest, darkest depths of hell. But for some reason, that's what popped into my mind. Our next story is from Denise DeNephew. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> Left my old place due to bad management. My glass door review comes up a lot in their interview process. So I've been working as a small agency for eight years. I worked my way up from junior to senior management very quickly. For most of the eight years, the managers were very nice to me. But I witnessed them be shitty to other members of staff a lot. But, because it never involved me or my team, I never stepped in. A few months before I left, something happened where my managing director was yelling at me in front of my team. This was something completely out of my control, and in the grand scheme of things, completely fixable. A non-issue. It was just I didn't have the exact correct information for her right there, right then. I typically handed in my notice after this incident and made it clear of my distaste in the management. After I left, I put a very honest but fair review on Glassdoor. I mentioned the manager's mood swings and historic abusive behavior. It's been four months since I left there and I feel so much happier. I'm still in contact with a few people that work there as I was great friends with them. They've been telling me that my review has caused them to lose three great candidates in interviews and has caused others to start putting more information on Glassdoor about them. The MD's salary was put on there and it has been quite a stir. She earned triple of what I was making, yet all of us did triple the amount of work she did. I've heard that four people have handed in their notices in this week alone. The place is only a 20-person company. I've heard from one of the staff members that my review, although the managers don't fully know it was my review, has caused the two managers to finally see the issues with the others and now they're blaming each other for it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. This has been episode 155 of The Greatest Show on the Internet. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sure you did if you got this far. So, until next time, guys. 
Peace out. I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.